Welcome to the Sports Ball Report. My name is Shane McGilski. Um, first and foremost, I do want to apologize quickly that uh, I was going to have an NBA thing regarding the big trades. Uh, I'm going to wait until Oct- uh, October or right before the NBA season to do that. I'll do it in a special podcast. I promise you I'm going to do that. Uh, I had some technical issues. I still am living with technical issues right now. I am now on my third device right now, which is my phone. To be completely honest with you, because I'm on my phone right now because that is legitimately the only thing I have anchor on that is working because my tablet and computer are both crashing on me and I have to still resolve that. So uh, for right now, this is the best I can do with getting something out. And I was initially, again, I was going to cover the NBA. I was going to do a little probably fun little thing with the trades. And then I saw the Tyreek Hill news, which does jar me a little bit. It, It jarred me. It, it was it was bonkers because Tyreek Hill is apparently not going to be suspended by the National Football League. Tyreek Hill is not the father who is going to be suspended from the National Football League. Um, jokes aside, uh, and I really shouldn't be joking because too much right now because obviously the reason why Tyreek Hill was assumed to be in a lot of trouble was that there was a child abuse thing that was on him that basically uh initially it was like there was reports that he um um, himself or his wife had basically beaten the child had beaten the child like to a farther extent besides spanking which by the way they both admitted to spanking their child like they both admitted to doing that which again i think that's debatable as a parent like if you're gonna suspend someone for a spanking that's not really that's really questionable i think that people could argue that might be a little bit nitpicky so i i I understand why you don't necessarily do that however that's not why he was in interesting trouble because there was uh there was an investigation that uh maybe uh either the mother or the father was essentially going to beat the child like they were not going to beat the child like they had already beat the child and the injuries and there was injuries on the child and initially the case is closed there's like there's not substantial there's not substantial evidence uh, regarding either and then there was a confession that or not a confession but there basically was audio that was leaked around draft time where basically both uh the parents were talking about the injuries sustained to the child and it made at least one of them or possibly both of them more guilty than uh initially believed because this was new evidence and this was interesting that it became public so now we live in a world where they they said okay even with the audio there isn't enough to there isn't enough to say Tyreek or or uh, the wife had basic uh, or the mother of this case had basically hurt the child or like more than that we don't know or to the level they couldn't identify how bad it was or which parent did it so both are kind of being acquitted now the NFL could still punish Tyreek if they they felt like they done the, uh, that he did wrongdoing and they've done this before uh, Ezekiel Elliott uh, with this case of of domestic abuse about last year there was a lot of court cases on it there was a lot of everything on it uh there was a lot of media coverage and it, there was arguments that he didn't beat the wife and even there was even a confession later that stated that she she backtracked on her comments that's like yeah i didn't i didn't do that like i which again he could have influenced that we don't know so i mean that's that's a lot of speculation that's a lot of overall stuff but the nfl 
uh, has the power to suspend people or punish people, even if you're not convicted of the crime, which in that case uh, ended up getting him a six game suspension. Now, uh, it's interesting to see this because McCoy, LaShawn McCoy is currently not projected to be suspended for uh, potential robbery and overall beating of his wife at this time. You see Ezekiel Elliott, who has his own charges in Vegas that apparently are like, we're not going to suspend you for that. Tyree Kill, we're not going to suspend you for this. So the NFL might be taking a new approach with this, where they're they're basically waiting for conviction because they're starting to understand, they're, they're getting backlash for reacting or suspending uh, stuff without very hard evidence. They're getting a very negative feedback because that makes them look like the law and that makes them, which honestly you could argue that Roger Goodell and the commission and the office of the NFL is the law, but you don't want to look like you are the law to a point where you have too much power, where people are uncomfortable dealing with you. And that's where I think the NFL stands right now, that they're looking at that. And they were just at a point where like, we don't feel comfortable enough because the reality is I think a lot of people are upset about the Tyreek Hill thing and they're like, well, he's a he's a child abuser. And I'm like, you know what? That's a very fair and very real scenario. And I'm not saying that he isn't. But the NFL decided to backtrack more because he's plausibly innocent. And I know that sounds weird to say, like he's plausibly innocent. I don't want to, and I, I'm afraid I'm going to get backlash for this later. But there is a version of this story where maybe the wife had done a lot of the beating or maybe it was neither of them and this was some of the other stuff but and i'm not saying that's what happened there's a very real and in my my opinion there's a very likely scenario he did do the beating however there is a very plausible scenario where he's completely innocent and that's where the interesting element of this comes in because the nfl does nothing but wait a minute well what about the ezekiel elliott case wasn't uh wasn't he plausibly innocent there and or yeah I mean, that's kind of true in a way. However, in the Ezekiel case, there was a lot more, I would say, he was in a very avoidable situation. That situation itself was very avoidable. Like, you put yourself in front of that crowd, you put yourself around those people, that is what happens. Tyreek Hill was in a relationship with this person. They already had the obligation with the child. He can't just run away and ditch both of them. So... Like, even if you're like there again in a hypothetical scenario, let's say the wife was doing all of this and he was not, he had nothing to do with it, but the wife was doing all the beatings. Like, what are you going to do in this situation? What can he do in this situation? It looks bad on him, but that, but that he might've not done anything. He, he might've not done anything. And maybe the wife just basically beat the child and he got away scot-free or not. He got, uh, he basically got away with no punishment because he, there's no real way he could have avoided this without leaving the child to the mother. And this situation is just a mess that there really isn't a clean answer to. So I think that might be it. I think in situations like the NFL does not want to encourage players to be in bad situations. That's why Josh Gordon got suspended constantly for his drug use. That's why Johnny Manziel got suspended for what he did. That's why Richie Incognito, because all of those situations... Um, and all those hard like evidence things were very avoidable in Tyreek's case there's a very the, the scenario where he's innocent it isn't and that's why I think he didn't get in trouble that's why I think the NFL is like we're gonna let you play because it doesn't it doesn't mean that I think he's innocent I'm just saying like 
in the hypothetical route he is, it's not like he could have done anything else. Or, I mean, obviously, he could have he could have broken up the child. He could have... There, there are routes he could have taken where uh, he could have put himself in a better spot, obviously. But... I'm not... But I think in terms of without making a very drastic and light and changing multiple people's lives in terms of basically say, trying to make a custody it would have to take it would take a custody battle it would take a custody battle on his end it would take hard evidence it would have to mean that this stuff would have to come to the forefront anyways so again i think it's relatively it's rel i understand at least somewhat of the nfl's decision here i'm not saying that tyreek tennyson i want to keep reiterating that this is not Basically, me saying, "Well, Tyreek's innocent. This is my like child abuser." It's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as like I'm trying to shame the child for lying or anything like that. That's definitely not true. I don't want to shame the mother because she could very well have nothing to do with this either, and he could also be very much beating it. But it was the fact that in this scenario, there is no clean out if he is innocent. Is why that. The NFL, I think, is backing off, and I feel like they're letting the, prosecu- the, the prosecution and the investigations run like this. Because if they are wrong, and he did nothing, and this is going to be a... It, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And obviously, this doesn't look good for Tyreek Kill. We make this... I made this very clear already. This is already... Like, this is something that, yes, the NFL does nothing here, but... This is a black mark on Tyreek Hill's marketability. This is a black mark on the Kansas City Chiefs as an organization, which, by the way, you're coming off Kareem Hunt. You had two skill player positions come off with this kind of toxic culture. That's not looking good for you. None of this is looking good for you right now. I'm just saying, like, as a team, you guys got to stop these... Uh, getting in these situations because it's going to make the organization it's going to start affecting the organization i mean and i think matt and patrick mahomes i think is uh, being a mile citizen is why the kansas city chiefs is not getting the pittsburgh steelers treatment i think that's why i think the fact that patrick mahomes is being kind of a golden boy and becoming like a a very responsible role model in the national football league as a quarterback in after his first year playing it and not doing really anything that dumb or really that awful it is why I think the Kansas City Chiefs are like, all right, we're, we're as much as that's not looking good for your skill players, you're not as an organization deemed toxic yet. Like, and that, and again, in the Steelers case, you have Ben Roethlisberger, who has had multiple allegations against him, has clearly been some of the source of strife with some of the team and the coaches. Like, th- that team's a mess. That team's a mess. I'm not saying that team's going to do awful next year, and I'm probably going to do a power rankings at some point before the preseason as well, but. Yeah, that that is why I think Kansas City's not feeling the backlash. And it's also kind of spread out because Le'Veon and Antonio Brown were both on the same team when both of their main things hit. While this has been like Kareem Hunt, his thing happened, he got released, and then like it was months later when it was uh then Hill's case came out. So it's not great timing, but the timing being not being a one-two punch has also helped the Chiefs. So yeah, I think that's kind of what I have on that. I, it's a weird situation, but I think that's why a lot of this has happened the way it's happened. And it's, again, not necessarily a full explanation. I think uh, if you have a reasonable debate on this, I would I would encourage it. I, I'm not going to – if you think I'm wrong here, tell me why I'm wrong because I will – and I will take it. I'm not going to – I, I, I thought I would just kind of speed my thoughts on this because this is a lot and this is a lot to take in and this is a lot of intense subject matter, but I'm going to take a shot in trying to interpret it. 
So, yeah. Yeah, that's it for the Sports Ball Report this week. Uh, Really hoping for a fun later story or something really dumb next week to start off training camp. Uh, I probably will be covering in. I'm probably going to wait to cover injuries, but uh, unless there's a major one. But uh, yeah, until next time, uh, I think I feel like this is weird to me saying, but don't beat your kids or maybe don't look like you're beating your kids. I, I, I feel like this is a this isn't my most clever ending line, but I feel like it's just a line that should be said. It's common sense at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's it for the Sports Ball Report. See you next week, and most importantly, don't beat your kids.